Pajemski once he gets it across the timeline. The crowd will rise to its feet. Here they go on cue. And revenge is so sweet. The streak has switched. Three-game winning streak for Missouri is done. Illinois in a wipeout. 88-63 in the bragging rights game. And the Illini are bragging in 2021. What an impressive night for the Illini tonight. Beat down. Might want to watch out on the road for some Tigers along the way because the Illini just ran all over <laughs> the team from Missouri here tonight down in the Bragg and Rights game. We don't have to give the promotion out. It's called the Bragg and Rights game, and we're here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show on News Talk 1493.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Welcome in. Uh, that, that one, well, it, for about four minutes. It was uh, a competitive, dicey basketball game. But for about 36 minutes of it, the Illini were, were in control. Yeah, and the Illini led the ball game for more than 39 and a half minutes. And for <laughs> once, the Bragging Rights game actually played out how it should have, according to our uh, the so-called experts, if you even want to put people like yourself and me in that category. But Illinois, look... It, Missouri's not a good basketball team this year by any stretch of the imagination. And Illinois is a really good basketball team. And they absolutely did just about everything right except for that four-minute stretch. They owned Missouri. Illinois did, yeah, they did the Kofi. They did the Plumber. And they did Trent Frazier. And it was great to see him put his stamp on a game in his final bragging rights game. Same for DeMonte Williams. And for once, it's a bragging rights game that really wasn't in doubt for most of it. Yeah, yeah. All in all, top to bottom, old guys, young guys, the Illini got it done. Um, I just I just don't know what more there is to say. And this is kind of what we were looking for, right? The, the neutral and road games so far for the Illini haven't quite gone to plan. Uh, one and two in those games, and, and none of them really blowouts. Just Marquette, Cincinnati, and Kansas State. Correct. Yeah, and you, you go back to Cincinnati. Since Cincinnati wins, Illinois had a really bad game. I mean, they should have beat Rio Grande Valley by a better margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was too close for comfort. You took care of Notre Dame, Rutgers, Iowa on the road. Close one. Arizona, they had the opportunity You'd like to win that one. Arizona's a really good ball club. They got beat tonight by Tennessee, by the way, mm-hmm. who's also a ranked team. Another good team. They've just been they been kind of starting to find them, hit a groove as who they are right now without Andre Corbello. You and I are figuring it out. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for half a century. They've been a part of every one of our Illini football and basketball postgame shows. Cozad Asset Management, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Well, it's a late one, Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. We want to hear from you. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397, or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Illinois bringing home the Bragging Rights Trophy. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. 
This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozet Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with COZAD, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities Inc., a registered broker dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group Inc. are independently owned and operated. Let that marinate for a little while. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Grandison right side to the plumber. Right wing three is good. Well, here we go again. <laughs> Alfonso Plumber. Here is Frazier to Grandison, right side three, good! Oh, we're coming out firing on both ends. Grandison with another three. Rebound taken away from Davis by Grandison. Outlet to Frazier. The Illini up three with the ball. Here is Trent for three, good! Nothing but that, he blows on his fingers to cool off the hot hand. Yeah, the Illini had the hot hand from three once again. All game really got it going early there with uh, a handful uh, of threes to, to jump out to the lead. Once again, five guys, six different guys hit a three-pointer. The Illini finished 48% from deep, and they win it by 25 over the Missouri Tigers. Fasteners, etc. post postgame show here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Got all kinds of thoughts here as we roll into the text line. Um, beat down, the, that's the phrase I, I think it is kind of synonymous with this game, says the 803 texter. This team is looking dangerous. Hopefully they can keep the chip on their shoulder, and they looked tougher and hungrier than Missouri, something that's been lacking the last couple, three years. Of course, there were other internal factors creating that the last three four years between Illinois and Missouri just one holdover from that on the Missouri side this game and yeah I think the Illini had that energy coming into it and they showed it and also helps that the Tigers are not very good and that's true but the one good guy they have who we saw last year was Kobe Brown and they held him to five of six. They weren't even touching him outside the three point arc. They were just letting him do that thing. And that flurry that they went on was when Kofi went off the floor and Kobe Brown went crazy for a little bit. But, uh, 
the Illini too much for the Tigers as they win this one. Let's go to the fan line. Got some people hanging on. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. Our friend out in Virginia is Simeon, and uh, it's it's almost tomorrow out there, so uh, got to get your thoughts in here before bedtime, Simeon. That's exactly right. <laughs> First of all, uh, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry um, Christmas. You guys, Thank you. Uh, you always have a wonderful show. Same to you. To the Lion Eye Nation. I was very happy for Lion Eye Nation because a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, the Lion Eye fans really care about this game. I don't care about this game as much as uh, some of the others do, but uh, it, it, most of the Lion Eye Nation really care a lot about this game. So I was very happy, very happy for the team. Um, I, I think we sh- we could call this team the double double Lion Eye because we're getting <laughs> a, a double and threes, double digits and 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 threes made, and then we got the double double man underneath and, and Kofi. Um, so uh, I'm very uh, pleased, uh, and uh, that formula is working well. Um, I uh, can't wait till Cabello gets back. I think he's going to be able to fit it, fit in that well, even though we'll do a little bit more pick and roll with him. Um, I like to see uh, uh, Coleman. It seems like to me his confidence has gone down a little bit, but I'd like to see him rebuild that, especially with conference coming up. And uh, I was kind of happy to see Payne get a little bit more time because I think we'll need him in conference and then in March. Um, um, but uh, overall, I was, I was very, uh, very pleased. Uh, BVB, BVV, um, I don't know, uh, Evan, next time you talk to him, tell him to work on his jump shot because <laughs> need him to hit that 10, 15-footer um, when he's open like that. He didn't um, take a shot, did he? Him, Not today. No, he, he's – He's very good at feeding Kofi, but when he's wide open, he needs to be able to hit that shot, and yep. he looks reluctant to take it. And uh, last thing I want to say, because we've been waiting all year, I want you to cue the He's from Peoria <laughs> soundtrack, because I'm expect I'm staying up late just to hear from Steve. <laughs> so um, it's right here on the on the yeah, main page. The challenge has yeah. been been laid out, Steve, in Peoria. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, um, you guys have a Merry Christmas, and I'm going to stay up a little late just so I can hear that, and then I'm going to turn it in. And uh, uh, this is going to be a great year, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate the thoughts. Merry Christmas to Simeon, who mm-hmm. is a, a, a very – just a great caller, great listener, great fan, um, and a lot of great thoughts there. And, and yeah, once again, we saw it that – there's the big five, and it's who's going to give us minutes and production off of the bench. And and it was scattered, and the bench has done great. But, yeah, you know, you only saw a couple minutes out of pain. BBV got on the floor for a couple minutes, had a breakdown on the defensive end. He comes back out. Kofi goes back in. And Coleman, I thought he, he looked really good. The first couple minutes he was on, then Missouri in that four minutes where they were imposing their will on the defensive side, Coleman looked like he got a little flustered by that, and then he came out, and then he eventually worked his way back in in the second half. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're still looking for production from those guys, but when Trent and Plummer and Kofi are going for nearly 20 a, a night, what you get from everybody in between it is kind of cookies. There's good news. There's a lot of time yet for a guy like Coleman Hawkins to develop. He's not a freshman anymore hoping for a little bit more but really this is his first year on the bigger stage Mm -hmm. for the Illini 
and and there's a lot of potential. I talked about it in uh, sports talk. I, I'm hoping Coleman doesn't become that what if kind of story, but it instead blossoms into all that he can be because I think he has probably the most to offer, given his size and his athletic ability. He can shoot it. He can defend and block shots. And it sounds, to borrow a baseball phrase, he just has to put it all together mm-hmm. at once. And and it's a complex offense. It's a complex defensive scheme. And I don't think it's from a lack of want to. He's just trying to step into all of it at once here. Yeah, he's he's got the tools. And I think that's what's going to get him minutes on, on the floor as is. And being in the system for a year and all that, he's got a, a, a step up on the rest of the guys. And he still played 19 minutes here tonight. And he's filled up the stat sheet, five points, four boards, two assists. You know, those kinds of things. Got to watch in the reach and fouls, but that's what, you know, young guys do. He ended up plus 21, but when the team wins by 28, you kind of uh, imagine things like that. He's just not being asked to do one or two things and just focus in on one or two things. He's got to do a lot. I'm not making excuses for him. You need more from him. You should demand more from him. I'm just saying there's a lot of room to go, and I think he's going to get there. And the good thing is that this is a very veteran-laden team at the top when you're talking about basically three super seniors, uh, four super seniors, right, between Grandison, Williams, Frazier, and Plummer. They're all, they've all played more than four years in college, and then you got Kofi as well. So a lot of good stuff there. We go back to the phones. Todd's with us in the big city of Weldon, partying late on a Wednesday night. You got some thoughts for us, Todd? Well, first of all um... – Kofi uh, getting that deflection, I believe it was, uh, by the three-point line and taking off from the free-throw <laughs> line. That's a man's man right there. He's calling down the thunder on that one. And um, Plummer, well, he's Plummer. But I had no idea that Frazier had the kind of range he did. There at the end of the first half, he was kind of just unconscious um, the distance he was shooting and making those threes. Yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, Trent Frazier that we saw a lot when he was 18 and 19 in his freshman and sophomore year when pretty much all this offense had was Trent Frazier. And as I keep quoting, you know, last week I said Trent Frazier remembered he was Trent Frazier. Today, I, I think this was, you know, the, the Trent Frazier of old where he's just confident with the ball, with his shot. And when he does that, he can shoot it from 35 feet and, and it'll go in. So, yeah, that was a, a lot of fun seeing Trent break out again tonight. Well, Kofi's a dunk, though. Uh, Shaq and Michael Jordan better watch out because <laughs> I've never seen Shaq do it, and Michael did it in a dunk contest. So Kofi's one up on him. He did it in a game. <laughs> I tell you what, make the lane 12,000 feet because that there is a jumbo jet taking off. <laughs> that is. Need the extra room for takeoff. Hey, appreciate the call, Todd. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you as well. You can give us a call, 217-356-9397. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that highlight here at, at some point, but it it went reverse, which is kind of what we've seen from this offense. We know it, it revolves around two things, although there might have been a handful of mid-range shots here today, which we did not see on Saturday uh, against St. Francis, but it started with the three, and then when they started pushing out, keeping pressure on the shooters. Then they started finding Kofi in the middle. And, you know, it, it can work either way. 
Um, but when the threes are falling and Kofi's hitting his shot, that's when you get these 30-point wins. Well, and I, wanna, I would love to take a minute to go back and look at the film and watch how many threes were in possessions in which Kofi touched the ball, number one, and number two directly impacted the three being set up. And why was Jacob Grannison hitting shots? Because he was open. Mm -hmm. Why was he open? Because you can't leave Kofi alone with one guy. You have to stick on Plummer. At some point, somebody is open. Last year was DeMonte Williams. This year it's Jacob Grannison. And Grannison's a good shooter. What are you all happy about? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just missed your thought because uh, there's there's a call coming in through the line. That, oh, here that, we go. Um, has been a, a long-awaited here. So um, I, I hate to cut you off. No, you cut me off. This is cutoff worthy. I don't even – I got the caller ID, Dave. You ain't even got to fill it in there as Dave Leak's helping out behind the scenes answering the calls from the man up in Peoria. It is Steve. Steve, it's great to hear from you. Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the postgame show. Hey, Evans, great to hear from you and Scott. Merry Christmas to you guys. Hey, I, hey I've been listening to you all the time. You oh, guys yeah. A great job as usual, you know, uh, uh, but I had to get, get – Simeon knew I was calling in tonight. <laughs> I said if we, if, if, if we beat Missouri, I'd be calling in tonight. Uh, and, and so he said, hey, I had nothing to worry about. It, this is going to be a definite. I wanted to call in after the Marquette game. <clears throat> no. Cincinnati. Mm-mm. Arizona. I said, I, hey, I'm going to give us one more chance. And, uh, hey, it's, it's, uh, we get, we're getting it right. So I, I wanted to call in early so Simeon can go to bed, but I don't want him <laughs> to go to bed because once I get off the phone, I want him to call me and give me 15 minutes of his time tonight. But I had to get everybody Everybody in Oregon wanted to know when Dad and Poppy was going to be calling in. So I told them tonight if we win, I'd be calling. So they're out there waiting, too. So uh, so we got to get the kids to bed. So uh, thanks for having me on. Lion-Eye Nation, uh, hey, the last three Christmases, hey, I, you know, after this game, I, I struggled, you know. But uh, uh, winning this game, oh, my goodness, how special, you know. Uh, especially, you know, uh, Missouri. And I just want to say, I, I know you guys haven't talked about players of the game. I know Kofi's Kofi and, uh, 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 you know, Plummer's Plummer. But um, Mr. Frazier, offensively, and what he did to Pickens tonight, Pickett, Pickens, whatever his name is, just shut him down, got in his head, took him out of the game, uh, that was wonderful to see. I just wish that Tillman and Mark Smith were still playing for him because <laughs> they had got the same treatment. So, uh, good win. Uh, and, and I can't believe Simeon, uh, you know, all he's been talking about is, uh, you know, the, uh, Mr. Mr. R.J., the freshman. And I can't believe he didn't mention him tonight <laughs> because uh, he came in and, and he gave us a nice uh, a lift as soon as he came in off the bench. And, uh, you know, Simeon's been saying – to me all year how Melinda should be playing more and uh hopefully he will get some some time but I'm glad for pods uh he, he we need him now and uh uh Grandison's been outstanding you know and uh um y y you know Coleman Hawkins the best thing coach did for him the other day ago was sit him down let him think about it and see if this is what he likes and I, I think he's he's gonna come back around because we need him he, you know I think he's our x-factor uh, I, I, ju I just 
like how we were starting to play. We started to guard better tonight. Uh, and I guess Coach, you know, he's talking about uh, the practice time. has been needing it and guys getting healthy. And, uh, you know, so I guess that's helped. If we get Carbello back, he's been watching a lot. He, he sees what's working. And, uh, you know, he, he, if he wants to get back out there, hopefully he can and fit in uh, because uh, we, we're not going to take any more steps backwards. We're only going forward. So, uh, like I say, hey, I'm back. Yeah. You know, I had to give give the people what they wanted. Uh, uh, I missed talking to you guys, but I've been, like I said, I've been listening. You know, you guys have been doing a wonderful job, and I appreciate you having me on tonight. And uh, I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm back. I'll be calling, Steve. And, uh, I, I, Steve, and I got to tell you that this is, I, I, it's not fair to you. It's not fair to you, but. We get inquiries when you don't call. You know, <laughs> is Steve okay? Because you know, and and you know, you're not on payroll yet. Um, hey. You know, so you, you know, you're not under contract to call. But I'm just letting you know, it's the burden of celebrity, Steve, and you hey, shouldn't have hey, to carry hey, that. But but it, it's just it's a part hey, of your I life. I don't mind carrying it. I don't mind carrying it. In Line Nation, I appreciate you guys uh, asking about me. Everything's good with me. But like I said, I've just been kind of laying low, listening to uh, some of your callers. Uh, uh, and, and I'm like, well, uh, you got, you got. Matter of fact, sometimes you guys are too nice, you know, because uh, I, I, I'd be some of these folks be calling in and talking crazy. I'd be like, okay, well, hey, we'll see you next trip, fellas. <laughs> uh, so, but you, hey, you, yeah, you, you let them talk, and and, and that's fine. And they, some of these people just call so they can uh, listen to themselves. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll let it go with that. But uh, but thanks for having me on. Hey, you guys, you and your family and everybody, Merry Christmas, Illini Nation. Uh, and uh, we'll get back together next week. Uh, and uh, Santa Claus, I, hey Evan, I know Santa Claus is going to be good to you. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, hey Scott, and I know you got some work to do at your house, so uh, make sure it's all good now. What? What? Uh, what? I'm, I'm on uh, the. No, no, I'm not. No, no, Scott, I'm not talking about you. But I, I, you, you got some uh, some Santa Claus fans in your house, don't you? Oh, I see what you're he, saying. He I has, thought you were, you have to be yeah. the Santa Claus. I, I thought you were saying yeah. not. You know, on the naughty or nice list, I'm on the bubble. Oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. We know better than that. Okay. Uh, we, hey, At least Santa, get me Santa's into the play-in. Hey, Santa's going to take good care of you too, Scott, but I know, like you say, you got work to do. Last four in. That's what I am. Last four in. All right. Steve, hey, Merry Christmas you to you and your family. Hey, hey, okay. Hey, uh, hey, Simeon, give me a call. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Steve. He's from Peoria. He is indeed from Peoria. He, he always... Always brings the heat, the entertainment, as he, as Scott said, the the burden of celebrity. He's, you know, between Steve and, and Simeon and, and some of those callers that that he pointed out that that like to frequent this show. You know, you guys are, are just as much of a, a staple as we are. So we always appreciate the the folks it, that that it tune is a cross you carry, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. And uh, just to his point, we had a, a texter who was talking about, you know, uh, Pajemski looked really good in his eight or so minutes on the floor, three of three with seven points and three boards, including the putback. And uh, Melendez had his and one in there. And, and this might have been the, the least amount of Luke Goody we've seen in a long while. But uh, Steve opened the floor as we get into the MX electrifying player of the game. And I think it it is a, a little bit of a debate. And 
because, as we say, we don't want to just give it to Kofi every time, although we could. Um, with Once again, I think this is his fifth or sixth straight double-double, 25-14. and 14. But Plummer with 20 points once again after only 19 the last time. I mean, I don't know what was going on against St. Francis, but he gets back off the hump and gets to 22. But Frazier, his mini 11-0 run that really... S- busted the door wide open so that the rest of the Illini could could come through gets a a pretty pretty big uh consideration for the player of the game I I would I would (laughs) who's the most important player on the floor it's Kofi and what he did but who was the emotional leader and kind of heart and soul of the team tonight in terms of what that run there did and what it meant for Trent and for DeMonte and, and the team to just say, first of all, we're not leaving here with a loss. And, 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 and second of all, to just kind of rally the whole team together. I, I, I'd give it to Trent Frazier. Maybe it's a more of a sentimental uh, because Kofi did have a double-double. Yeah. <laughs> and my heartstrings pulled. Toward... Kofi Coburn Game also is... did have a Superman move there. He did. <laughs> So and we've got you know we, it's not we've really got like any of them played bad. Yeah, we've got other honors that that we can give that one yeah, too. Okay, but okay. as we were talking about earlier this week, you know, when I was in school, I loved Malcolm Hill because he put the team on his back for some really bad teams, and then Trent Frazier came in and he was kind of the same thing. And in his last year, the perfect bookend to his career, although it. You know, it had its fair share of ups and downs. It's great to get that win against Missouri with all of the the outside factors, the inside factors, and he hit some big shots. And we're going to give Trent Frazier our MX electrifying player of the game. Here is Frazier, way out near midcourt, going to shoot a three, got it! Oh my goodness! Frazier throws it in from about 23 feet, turns and does the old Michael Jordan Gee, I don't know how it went in, but he threw it in, and a timeout called by Missouri. Frazier out near midcourt. Going to shoot another 25-footer, and he knocks down another one. Frazier from 25 feet out. Stepped another foot back. Cash Frazier is the best. Trent Frazier finishes with 15 points, two boards, Three assists in 31 minutes, and he gets our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project, and remember, relax, call Max. We got all kinds of texts, more calls to get to here on News Talk 1493.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. For as long as you can remember, your spouse has been your rock. But when they begin to experience signs of dementia, you both need someone to lean on. Autumn Leaves of Savoy is a pioneer in memory care-assisted living with cottage-style residences that feel just like home. Autumn Leaves staff members provide personalized care for each resident to unlock memories and create meaningful moments. So while your spouse receives the best care available, you can focus solely on loving them. If someone you know is experiencing memory loss, please visit autumnleaves.com. What's Kasasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com, member FDIC.
Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Coleman Hawkins, entry pass inside Coburn, up and got it, count it, and a foul. They have no answer, it appears, for Coburn. If they'll go in there, he does such a great job of creating space and showing his chest, arms wide open. What guard won't throw it in there, you know? <laughs> Left side, Hawkins. Thought about a three, thought better of it. Drives in the lane. Shovel pass inside. Coburn with a flush. Oh, wow. Hawkins found Grandison, who flipped it to Coburn, who slammed it in. Missed it. Rebound, Coburn. Triple teamed. Throws it back out to Plummer. Now to Williams for three. Got it. Devontae Williams, they wanted to shoot it more, and he did that time. 23-10, timeout, Missouri. There were some first-half buckets for Kofi Coburn and uh, the obligatory Demonte Williams bucket as well in the first half there for his one three-pointer of the game as the Illini bring the Bragging Rights Trophy home for the first time in four years. Fasters, etc. Postgame show, Evan Scott, Dave Leak taking your calls behind the scenes. Steve from Peoria for president, says 217. Hey, we try not to get in politics on this show. No, no. <laughs> maybe maybe the president of the Fasters, etc. Postgame show. Um, yes, yes, we'll, we'll vote him that. But loved, loved hearing from Steve here as we're getting ready for the holidays this season um, overall a good night oh this is pods has a very bright future i kind of touched on that one the holidays can be happy once again because we have the bragging rights the number of people that have texted to indicate how much better christmas is going to be <laughs> because of bragging rights is um well, it's a reason we have this show, so let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, and we, we heard that from the, the players and the coaches as well. And Steve says for, for the last three years, his Christmas hasn't been quite as merry because of a, a loss like this. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to, to get that back and give everybody a, a merry Christmas here on the Fast Resist Era Post Game Show. Let's go back to the fan line. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. It's our other friend, Steve, down in Kentucky, celebrating an Illinois win. Hey there, Steve. Hey, guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I can't believe we've lost to these guys in the last three years, but I guess uh, that's why it's a bragging rights game. You can't win it every year, even though I think as much as we would love uh, for that to happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, wow. Um I mean, just the, the shooting that this team continues to, to do is just impressive. I, I really think we're going to pound some teams like we did tonight and Rutgers and a few of these other teams. I, I think we're going to see some more of that this season, but then we'll probably have those few games where the shots aren't falling and 
going to kind of depend on how well we rebound and how well we can uh, play defense if we pull some of those games out or not, I think, as the, as the season goes on. But it sure is fun. Man, when those uh, when Plumber's open or Granderson's open, it's, it's, it's like it's automatic. I'm already getting up, putting my, my hands up in the air. It's good, you know, uh, symbol. Before, well, the shot's still in the air, so uh, that's, that's fun. But uh, one thing I think, too, you know, when Brad put – Kofi back in the game we're up by 30 or 35 points and there's you know five minutes left in the ball game and he's putting Kofi back in the game I gotta believe Illinois is going to make a push to get his statistics up as high as possible to have a a a true shot at national player of the year because I just think that brings so much to recruiting and uh, a lot of eyes on Illinois. It was kind of like at end of games last year when they would put Iowa back in to get the one more assist to get the, the triple-double. I think we're going to see more of that with uh, trying to get pad the stats a little bit on, on Kofi. But maybe I'm maybe I'm totally wrong, but uh, uh, that's my uh, little hunch, uh, um, you know, with him putting him back in the game there at the end. But uh, what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, you could be right. Uh, I, there's also sort of a sportsman coaches agreement. You know, at, at some point you you don't uh, usually put in your res, your your reserves entirely until like under the four timeout or with two minutes mm-hmm. to go, or when the other team pulls their starters, then the leading team can pull theirs. So it's probably a combination of hey, let's make sure we slam the door or nail the coffin. And uh, kind of just being respectful to the game, kind of thing. That's my guess. So I think a little column A, column B with what you're hitting at there too. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. make sure Kofi gets his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're you're on it there, um, definitely. I mean, you, you can't just leave them in the the whole last five minutes uh, when they already pulled their their starters for sure. But uh, I think you'll you'll see some times where he's putting them putting them in maybe when he doesn't really have to. Uh, just to try to get him a, a little bit more, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I was thrilled to hear from Steve. I, you know, that that made my Christmas as well. I was glad to to get him back on the show, and hopefully he'll he'll frequent more often here. And uh, um, I'll be in uh, in Champaign to get my my first home game in. Uh, nice. I guess it's next Wednesday, the 29th, against Florida A uh, and M. So. Uh, Looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to, to you guys and all the Lionel fans out there, and um, yeah, what a, what a uh, way to bring it in. Appreciate the call, Steve. Merry Christmas to you as well. You guys can give us a call, 217-356-9397. We had a, a texter, a 217 texter, uh, kind of along the same line saying that, that um, Brad left in his starters uh, until late, and that's... When Kofi came out, to Steve's point, it was with 9.51, and I looked at Scott, and I said, <laughs> Brad looked at BBV in pain, and he said, for the next 9 minutes and 51 seconds, Kofi's got to sit here on the bench. <laughs> and I think that was part of it as well. We still haven't seen those two guys take that next step, and things t- kind of slip, and so you put Kofi back in there to, to stop the bleeding. And yeah, you know... it. It goes both ways to, okay, you're up by 37. Do you let off the gas? But it's like, 
oh, are you going to put in your walk-ons with 10 minutes to go? I mean, that's kind of a, a slap in the face the other way as well. So there's a there's that line between gamesmanship and sportsmanship and, and respecting and that, the game. Yeah, uh, you got a week between games, so you don't have to worry about gassing out guys. And, and, I mean, and, even still, Kofi only played 29 minutes. Yeah, and and basketball is not a hold your breath type game like football is. Uh, you, you know, I'm not saying never. You never say never, but generally, guys aren't leaving with injuries all the time, mm-hmm. like you see in football. So, um, no booby miles t- moment tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, I was fine with him staying in the game. And to to Steve's other point, when when the shots aren't falling, that was something that Brad was happy about. And if it wasn't for about the last five minutes, the rebounding stats would reflect that so much more. In that. The Illini are, are finding those little things. They're, they're winning on the rebounding side. They're playing way better defense than their other teams. And, and once again, you throw out the last five minutes. I know you can't do that, but they had 15 turnovers at the end of it. I think with the starters, they only had about 12, which is that happy zone that, that you want to see from out of the Illini. So you take care of the ball, you rebound, you play defense. Enough shots are going to fall that hopefully you put in more points than the other teams. So they're, they're continuing to do those good things. Things. I can't. I, I think the biggest part was that this was on a neutral floor, and we did have a text asking about the attendance, and it looks like it was a shade under fifteen thousand. So not completely sold out, but it sounded like there was a, a decent amount of Missouri contingent in there. That it wasn't a, a true road game for the Illini in the sense of the atmosphere and or a true, ne- or, uh, or a true neutral site, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought that was uh, another positive, and, and that'll show up on the resume no matter how good you know Missouri is. They won by 25 on a neutral floor. Yeah, I think Scott Ritchie said in pregame, like, this may be a, a net, a quad three win in the net, and not even a quad two, depending on how things shake out for, for Missouri. I mean, again, they're not a good team. Caller pointed out, hey, this didn't feel like the teams of the, you know, where was this the last couple of years? Remember, Missouri was much better than the last Way couple Way better, years. yeah. A lot more talent. So it, it it's just one of those games, though, for the players and obviously for the fans, you love it when you win. <laughs> it, it just means more. I mean, you could see the pictures on social media. You could see how Trent Frazier was asking to take the trophy with him to Florida. <laughs> you need to buy a separate ticket for that thing because it's huge. <laughs> The but biggest that's got to be the biggest trophy for a one-off game in the history of trophy games, right? I, I mean, there was a one point where Brad tried to play this off as the nameless, faceless, jerseyless opponent, and it just doesn't work in bragging rights. And you you would think these guys, in some ways, just won a Sweet Sixteen game. Love to see it. Love the energy. Let's get to our peak and insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with peak and insurance. Visit peakandinsurance.com or contact a peak and insurance agent to start defending your assets. As this continues to be the trend, Plummer, Kofi, Frazier provide the scoring. Grandison does a little bit of everything. DeMonte does a little bit of everything. Nothing totally beyond the expected uh, per se so we gotta you know bend it and and look through the game and I would say Kofi taking off from 25 feet to throw down a a slam is pretty close to unexpected I know he didn't put the ball on the floor but it was 
in rhythm and he took it to the house and that was that was pretty pretty big can't say i saw this one coming <laughs> so yeah we'll give kofi coburn who didn't get our player of the game we'll give him the peak and entrance beyond the expected moment of the game left wing to frazier trent guarded by davis bounce pass to coburn down the lane for the flush nobody was home and Coburn said, thank you very much. He has 12 points. What a feed by Frazier. Grandison to Hawkins. Off his hands to Coburn. Down the lane for the flush and a foul. Oh, Kofi took off like Superman and a big Superman. Down the lane, two long strides and bang. That was frightening. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> frightening for Missouri. Impressive for Illinois. More of that second highlight for for the Pekin insurance beyond the expected moment. But nonetheless, Kofi Coburn, 25 points, 14 boards. He gets it done once again as the Illini bring home the Bragg and Rights Trophy. Fasters, etc. post-game show. We're still taking your calls, still taking your texts as we move through the evening. Headed up to, what, is Christmas Eve tomorrow? No, in two days. I can't keep track of the days anymore. It's getting late. This is the 22nd still. All right. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. Pekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. You, you play Conzo's teams, and they're really good defensively, and they scheme you. Conzo does a good job coaching. He schemes you, and you're going to face some different coverages. And And I thought tonight we found a, we found a few things that we really liked that hurt them. Uh, we got to what we call some open sides here in the second half, and we saw Kofi with a couple dunks, and, and um, but I, I thought we, we we handled their different changes um, really well, and, and and obviously we had an advantage in the paint with Kofi size-wise. But uh, uh, you know I think we're getting better defensively. Uh, still a few assignments that we were breaking, but uh, again mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's growth, and we're getting. That. Brad Underwood's thoughts on outcoaching Quanzo here tonight in this Bragging Rights game. Line I win 88-63. Evan Con Scott Beatty with you. Yeah, I, I, I want to pour salt in, in the wound just a little bit because for years after this game, we've heard, oh, this is the end for the Illini. Are they going to be a tournament team? Should have hired Quanzo five years ago. I think this kind of proves it, right? We're five years in. The assistant that he hired to bring in the number one recruit, he's gone. All of the recruits that he signed away from Illinois with a with a flash, they're all gone. The Illini have the better players, they have the better coach, and, and we're seeing it play out. Yeah, Illinois stair-stepped up, and they're in a much better place than where Missouri is at the moment. I honestly haven't peeked at what Missouri's doing recruiting-wise. Conzo, I think, is always – I mean, he was a great player in the Big Ten – 
he's a great recruiter. Mixed mixed results, mixed evaluations of him as an in-game coach. But let's be honest, he got his guys fired up and ready for the bragging rights game the last several years. Mm-hmm. But Illinois is superior in its talent, superior in its execution, and you could tell Illinois decided this one really matters tonight, and they took it to them. You, you, you know, for Illinois fans, you don't want to see this be, okay, well, great, you, you showed up for Mizzou. You, you I hope if up, I leave your mic on too, huh? Yeah, you can you hit the cough button. Hit, you know. Somebody's everybody can, off. Somebody's nope, got, nope, yeah, if I'm if not, Evan no, cannot talk, no, no one, one can talk. <laughs> that's right, right. I'm, I'm taking my ball and going home. That's it. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? I just, I just, you don't want uh, Illinois oh, to yeah. make everything out of this game and not anything else, but they took it too lightly at times in the past. Yeah, and, and I think it's finding that happy medium, and I think the Illini did it this year in that, yeah, Quanzo got his team up extraordinarily high for this game, and I think that goes back to that first year when the Illini weren't very good and LaRon Black and a freshman Trenton, Trent Frazier went off and they won that first bragging rights game, but... After that, Quanzo Martin's record, I don't know if this includes tonight's game. This is off of Sports Reference, one of my favorite pages. They don't pay me, but I should pay them. Um, Quanzo Martin, nine games over 500 at Missouri, 72-61, and 61, but he's 10 games under in the SEC, which is widely regarded as a not as good conference as the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably it's getting better it's, and it's, better it, and better. Yeah, it keeps getting better. I think last year they put in seven or eight teams, and we saw, you know, Tennessee knock off Arizona here tonight. Tennessee Quanzo's former team, long, long time ago from almost a, a different life. But Brad Underwood now 20 games over 500 overall, 79-59, and four games over in the Big Ten. And this is after having two of the worst seasons in the Big Ten in Illinois history his first two years here I think it took him almost 75 games to get over 500 for his coaching record and now we see continuing to head in the right direction for the Illini oh yeah there's no doubt I think all in all Missouri fans would want to trade places with with Illinois basketball fans right now if they could yeah oh and not to mention they don't have a win in the NCAA tournament yet Illini got one of those too could have gotten one or two or three more, and if we have 2020 back, you know, this whole world is different. But as South Park points out, you know, the pandemic happened. We can't go back, and we can't change time. So we keep moving forward. We're glad that we have Brad Underwood. You can keep Quanzo Martin down there in Columbia. And uh, those are those are just some thoughts here that that we have on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Are we going to break? Because I, I when we come back, or I have an important thing to discuss. Okay, so there's the there's a, a big old tease for you as we head to break. We'll come back. We got keys and Scott's one big thing. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I, I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. Your family, Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating. 
The RTVX is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Frazier on a quick inbound is going to shoot a two. They may look at it. And he buries it in front of us. They'll double check to see if it's a two or a three. Rebound Frazier coming into the right front court. Shoots a three. That one is good again. And Frazier is absolutely on fire right now. He didn't cool off at halftime either. Rebound Grandison deflected off his hands to Frazier to Plummer. Right wing three is good. Plummer buries the three. Timeout Missouri. And Plummer and Frazier are starting to heat up again. Plummer hitting threes, Frazier hitting threes. What's new as the Illini win it in the bragging rights game? Back here on the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Give us a call, 217-356-9397, or text us your thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Scott, you what know have you how, been thinking? You know how... There's a lot of things in our life now where what happened to fill in the blank? Well, COVID, and then it just kind of went away. And we just kind of don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. We just don't have that anymore. You know, this is America. We we were at a point where if we wanted something, we clicked a button, and it darn well showed up at our door moments later. And, and, and now it's like, oh, there's a supply chain issue and we just well we just don't you know i'm driving around at halftime looking for a cup of coffee and there's no place <laughs> I was open where this was gonna there's get no to. place open no I'm, I'm not even there's no place open i gotta settle for the k-cup because you can't find coffee after nine o'clock at night everything's shut you know we used to stay open really late and it's like okay we're learning to do without in our lives <laughs> And maybe we're all we're contracting a little bit because America was getting too lavish, too gluttonous, too extravagant, and not learning to appreciate and be content. But one of the things that happened with COVID is these basketball coaches went to polos at best. And we don't get an orange coat. I'm bragging rights anymore. And I know, well, COVID, and we started dressing down. And my thing is, is when, what, what, are we just, we just don't get it anymore? We're no more orange coat for, for Underwood or, or whoever the head coach is? I'm not sure I want to live in that world. <laughs> you, you almost lost me, but you reeled me back in. That was, <laughs> that was really You know, good. maybe I can learn to go, okay, not every store or restaurant is open for my beck and call at whatever time I want. And maybe not everything can be delivered to my door at the moment I need. But what about the orange jacket? 
and and I got to be honest, yeah, for for all of the get off my lawn things that I shout down, for the most part, I understand, you know, there it's a, a bunch of 18 to 22, you even get up to the NBA, you know, it's guys playing sports, you know, why do the coaches need to wear jackets and slacks and penny loafers and you know cuz they don't look anything like their players but f- with the orange jacket when it comes to bragging rights hopefully when they do the orange out paint the hall orange thing maybe Brad will break out his fluorescent orange blazer for that but yeah that was that was missing just a little bit from this evening i, I just want to say you know what i can adjust but yeah. that doesn't mean i don't mourn don't mourn and and I'm trying to think. Maybe maybe it has been since COVID, but for a long time, Brad used to be a snazzy dresser. Oh, yeah. That, but that was kind of the standard for all the coaches. I think the coaches don't mind. <laughs> no, because, yeah, uh, you know, look good, feel good, do good. Except for maybe Chin Coleman because he was a self-proclaimed haberdasher. That's right. And he was phenomenally dressed and apparently went to town when they were in Milan a couple of years ago, which is like a fashion capital. Look, I'm not saying we have to go back to that. Yeah. But Fo- there's an orange blazer on the court. That's in true. the in the in the logo for Lou Henson. Okay. Well, now we know the first question at the the presser on yes. Tuesday as we get ready ready for Florida A&M coach, are you breaking out the blazer for this big final non-conference <laughs> yes. matchup because there's against a bl- the rattlesnake because there's a blazer on the court, okay? I heard since there's a blazer on the court that you got to wear one too. Is that true? No. But um yeah, and, and that's, you know, across the board, even coach K's wearing, you know, the sweatpants and the pullover kind of thing. I mean, it's uh yeah, it's almost a lost art these days. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, baseball coaches wear the same thing that the players do, which in some situations looks kind of goofy, but it makes sense. And then, There are so many things in baseball that are absurd, but right. we just think it's normal because we're used to it. But then you see those old videos of Tom Landry, and I think he looks like a goof with the fedora and the jacket on the, the Cowboys sideline. Like, it doesn't really fit, fit in football. But basketball, it does feel like it's got its place, and especially in these big rivalry games, you got to give the nod to Lou for for the orange blazer. So, okay, we're discussing the important things here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. You do it eleven thirty six at night. I don't. I don't think we can use that as our one of our keys to the game here. Brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse and Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested, but. Uh, Scott, what would be your keys to the game if it isn't dressing in the orange blazer? Well, it, it seems too simple, but this game was simply won by crashing the boards and hitting shots. And Illinois out-rebounded a team that they should out-rebound. They were aggressive, they imposed their will, and they hit their shots that their offense and their defense created. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I agree with that. I, I think... My key would be capitalizing on the possessions that you did have going back to, you know, the turnover conversation. The line I end up with 1.2 points per possession, even higher than that. I just rounded for the sake of time and I waste more time explaining it here. But um, I, I just the, the offensive efficiency that we've seen here over the last couple games, you know, not giving more possessions away to the other team and then hitting your shots. I mean, 57 percent 
48 from three once again. I mean, if you're you're shooting that efficiently and you're taking care of the ball, these should be some pretty big margins of, of victory. And we've seen them here the last couple games. Probably going to see something similar on next Wednesday, but then the competition gets ratcheted up a little bit. But uh, keep doing those things. Keep taking care of the ball and rebounding. And, uh, yeah, I think the Illini are, are headed back to the top 25. Alfonso Plummer was plus 42 <laughs> tonight Crazy. in 22 minutes. Uh, and by the way, Coleman Hawkins was plus 21 mm-hmm. in uh, in 19 minutes of play. I, I get it. You blew him out. Almost everybody's in, in good territory, and it's one game, and it's a deceptive metric if you don't look at a bunch of data points. But yeah, it's uh, it, 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 it was a good night for Illinois uh, against a team that, I mean, Missouri is almost in – there's a lot of, I mean, they've struggled against other. There's a lot of mid majors that would, would take Missouri right now. Yeah, and, and you see it f- just from a talent standpoint, just top to bottom. They just don't have a guy. Kobe Brown's playing the five when he looks like an old school kind of four. So then everything else in the offense is thrown off. But the Illini, the better team, they execute better and they win at our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse for real Texas barbecue. It's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine in, drive through, and pick up. Order online at hickoryriver.com. Getting close to the end here. Get your calls in, get your texts in, and it's not going to be Christmas Eve tomorrow. I'm sorry. We've got another day before that. But uh, Illinois wins the Bragging Rights game 88 63. Dan Marker from Hickory Point Bank. Something you can count on from your friends at Hickory Point Bank, our values are carved in stone. They're unchanging, unyielding. Based on the golden rule, we were founded on the belief that we succeed when our customers succeed. And since that belief has served us well for decades, we're sticking to it. Put it this way, there's no us without you. And that's something that you can count on. Hickory Point Bank, invested, member FDIC. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive-thru, takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive-thru line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria. Hey Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! Yeah, it's where it belongs. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was, it's nice to have it back. Uh, Missouri owned that for, for a few years and, uh, and, and really they played, they played harder than us in, in those opportunities and, and, uh, but I thought tonight, uh, I thought we were the better team. Um, you know, I thought that they were they were limited offensively, and I liked us defensively. But we did the one thing we really needed to do, and that was rebound. And um, you know, against Utah, they had 16 offensive rebounds and, and really just kind of manhandled them. But uh, you know, it's uh, we're hitting our stride. It feels good. It feels good head, head, heading into the break. Yeah, the Illini are going to get a, a couple days off here for the Christmas holiday before they regroup for next Wednesday's matchup with Florida A&M. But it's good to 
send them back home with a win, and it sounds like it's good to send the Illini fans to Christmas with a win as well, as we're all enjoying this bragging rights victory here on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show, or what is this? Fashion Runway, says 217 <laughs> Texter. You know, we didn't get into it, but there was at least one year, if not two of the last three years, where the Illini wore the blue navy blue jerseys and that's 85 percent of the reason why they lost those games fact so yes this kind of is fashion runway because we get into the real deep analytics here on the fasteners etc post game show that's what you get from us the analysis you're not going to get other places so they haven't worn those blues i i i think those I've been saying it for almost my entire lifetime. I can't remember other than there was like one I.O. game winner against Michigan where they wore the blues. Otherwise, I can't think of one game in the last 20 years where good things have happened when the (laughs) Illini have worn the navy blue. You guys, please, somebody, I know there's a texter waiting to prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong that they've worn them some other time, but... uh, yeah, let's stick to the script white and the, the flying Illini. And you can throw in the new ones every now and then, but we're waiting for Nike to re-up now that we're better and, and get us some better unis. So, faster as the Sarah Post game show, as we said, the deep analysis. Uh, a couple of outside of our area, area codes uh, referring to the football loss as well for Missouri here tonight. So, uh, not, not the greatest evening if you're a, a Tiger fan, but... Um, Good things for the Illini, so we enjoy that. And uh, an interesting text, and this is something that we get into here a little bit, but and we discussed it during the game. It's when you finally decided to come in, and we've kind of touched on it. That four-minute stretch where if it had gone longer, that's what this post-game show would have been about. But the four-minute stretch where the Illini quit they, they went back to the soft Illini, right? On offense, they were letting Missouri dictate things on def- from the defensive side. They were pushing, you know, it, within the legal bounds. You know, they were just being the physical, aggressive team. The Illini weren't. They were turning over the ball. Missouri kind of was stagnant on offense, kind of standing. Missouri was, was getting momentum. And, and, yeah, and that was also a point where Kofi came out. They put Kofi back in, and, and they get going. There were no... There was no change on the offense whatsoever. They've been running the exact same offense for about four or five games now. And the biggest thing to seeing that is watching away from the ball. Okay, spend spend two minutes just watching what Kofi does on offense. Then the next two minutes, see what Trent's doing on offense. You see these different sets that they're running and what they've put in since Crabello has come out. And that was the biggest thing. Missouri was forcing them to run their offense on a third of the floor. Guys weren't moving with without the ball and it became very stagnant so much of this is not in-game adjustments there are tinkering in-game adjustments where Quanzo said guys you got to step it up on defense Missouri did and they won for four minutes and then the Illini took the aggressiveness back they started running through the offensive sets that they know work because they've got multiple different options inside the offense and with the players on the floor and 90% of the time, it comes down to execution. And the Illini didn't execute for about three and a half minutes, but they did very well for 37 minutes. Yeah. The coaching piece of it often, to me, comes in is, is knowing the matchups of the particular game. 
and who needs to be on the floor when for what situations and also reading the game well with who's doing what but Illinois is building up its consistency among its players which means Brad doesn't have to tinker as much he has said before I'll hand you my plays if you're the opposing coach. I'll tell you what I'm going to run. Try to stop it <laughs> if it's going to be well executed. This isn't football where revealing your scheme ahead of yep. time gives the opponent a huge advantage. On the flip side, now, I, obviously, he's speaking in hyperbole, but you know, on the flip side, you want to guard your secrets. But there's enough film out there. It's not a big surprise what Illinois is trying to be right now. But try and stop Kofi Coburn. <laughs> try and get that hand in the face of Alfonso Plummer before he gets it off. Those are the challenges that these teams are going to to have to face. And Illinois' biggest obstacle is going to be themselves when it comes to lack of execution. Now, there's certain defenses that I think have plagued Illinois through the years since Brad Underwood's here. A lot of that hard hedging, a lot of forcing Illinois out of the middle, Um keeping Illinois in east and west. Some of that's mitigated now by the shooting. Um, but in, in, in broad sense, to your to your point, you know, if Illinois is going to do what it can do, it's harder to stop. There's There are teams out there that will stop it. And Illinois also has to defend well, and they're vulnerable in certain places def- defensively. But that's another thing. Yeah, which we, we saw that part of during that stretch where Missouri kind of spread out the Illini and then you don't get that help defense where the Illini have been very good as they've gone away from that pressure kind of defense that we saw the first couple years from Brad. It's, you know, the help side, it's the gap side, it's being where you need to be and rotating to to help your other guys. And that's what's helping the Illini when they, they get spread out, when they get forced to one side or the other, that's where the Illini struggle. But did enough here tonight to uh, to beat Missouri. Without a jacket. Without a jacket. Thank you for stay hey, thank you two one seven texture for staying up late with us. Yeah, you- some of some of you are listening in podcast form to this. And you might not be up late, right? Which we also appreciate you. Oh too. yeah, but I'm saying this is you're the true believers. I'd have been I'd have been in bed about two hours ago if this was a non game night. So, but we got we got the coffee as you said, even if it wasn't from somewhere else because was it freshly brewed? Mm-hmm. It was freshly <laughs> fresh, brewed by fresh, me hours ago. Fresh grounds. It was it was good enough. It, it did the job. I'm still awake here as we come up to the last call for the Fasteners Etc. Post game show. We've been. At this for a minute, we've had some great discussions, so we'll leave it open one more time. Fan line, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, get your thoughts in on this Illinois win. If you're a contractor, Pekin Insurance has you covered with policies that fit your needs. Contact your agent to learn about coverage for buildings, business personal property, general liability, and a host of additional endorsements and coverage enhancements to keep your contracting business well protected and running smoothly so you can focus on the job, not the what-ifs. To learn more, go to PeakinInsurance.com. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit MXElectric.net. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. 
Go Illini! Oh man, it feels amazing. Like you said, it's my last one. Me and Monte told each other before this game, we needed to bring it back home to Champagne, man. You know, it was special, always one of these type of games. This is where we come to Illinois to play for in these type of environments. So it was fun. Fans were into it, so it's exciting to bring it back home. Uh, Trip Frazier finishing off his bragging rights career with a win, feeling good headed into the holiday fasters, etc. Post game, <laughs> where Trip Frazier was carrying that trophy out. And again, if you haven't seen the trophy, it's like six feet tall. It's mm-hmm. as tall as a basketball player. It's absurdly and unnecessarily large for a one-game thing in the middle of the season. But he's carrying this thing over his shoulders off the court. I thought he was going to darn well just go get on a plane, go to Florida, and never come back again. Because I won, I won bragging rights, boys. I'm out. We're, we're going to call it. We're going to call that good. But let's uh, just leave now. <laughs> not quite. I imagine. Well, I don't know. Underwood kind of made it sound like he might let Trent take it home. But like, like you said, I don't know how he's going to get that home unless he's, you know, he's got the autobahn and he can drive his car to Florida and back in four days, which just doesn't sound enjoyable. So I don't know if that's going to happen. The trophy gets the window seat. Okay. Um, I, I've been trying to, here we go. Something that we talked about last post-game show, and I, I don't know if the texter is still up to discuss it with us. I'm trying to pull up the team picture for this year because we gotta know: is Benjamin Bosman's Verdonk six foot eight or not? Because I'm convinced that he is just a, a taller drink of water than that. But we don't know for sure because the media guide lists lists him as six eight. Um, so. One of these days, we're gonna we're gonna get the tape measure out, and we're gonna find out how I, tall. I mean, if you asked me without looking, how tall is he? I would have said six ten, six nine. And that's what I that's what I I settled on the difference. I called him seven foot. He's listed as six eight. We'll call it six ten. But um, yeah, BBV's a, a tall guy. Uh, a texture asked about Curbelo redshirting. If he's allowed to do that, he's, I thought it. I think the I thought the rule was the minute you're on the court you lose your you burn your shirt but you can apply for a medical right after like 12 or 13 games or something like that the 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 plan it sounds like is to get Corbello back as soon as possible Yeah that's what it does sound like now if if, 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 if he not, does if he does not play a single game for the next two and a half three months um, I think he could qualify for a red shirt. Uh, the, the Google is pulling up a website I've never seen, but the first answer is if they suffer a season-ending injury before midway point. Yeah, because what's what was his name? Big Mike Thorne, right? Yeah. He, he ended up getting a red shirt after playing yeah. 11 or 12 games. So at this point, yeah, he could get a red shirt. I'm hoping January 2nd when Illinois travels to the barn up in Minnesota, that Andre Corbello is either in the lineup or gets some minutes for the Illini. That's pure speculation and just optimism that, yeah, that he mean, could be back and ready by then. Look, the rumors the rumors are out there rampant from he's going to transfer, he's going to redshirt, he's, you know, all, all these things, and you don't know. Nope. Y- you don't know. All those things are right now 
are a really good Fleetwood Mac album. They are rumors. <laughs> we don't know. Um, I can't wait. I the have Christmas no music stuff. <laughs> I have no reason not to take what's being said at face value, and that is, is they. It, here's the thing: is it possible that they don't know either? That they're just waiting this thing out like yeah. everybody else? That's also a possibility. So I'm going to take it at that until we know otherwise, um, and not not assume the conspiracy theory. Right, which there are many of those out there. So to answer the question, no, Curbelo, we don't believe has played too many games in order to redshirt this year as it stands. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be correct if he doesn't play anymore. And I, you know, I don't think that's Illinois' desire. No, no, I want to, I want to see him back. The most optimism that we heard came this past week, where Brad said he's progressing. He's confident. I think he used the word confident or optimistic that he's going to play again this year. But he did he did not say anything that indicated definitely. Well, and, and so here's, don't take it that way. Here's that that Big J journalism that you do, but you didn't get the degree for it. at previous games. Was Corbello messing around on the court during pregame? I saw a video of him doing the the soccer juggling with a basketball with BBV there today. Of course, in street clothes. We have seen him. I think. I don't know. I I. I think the issue is or has been when he gets into a real heart rate up cardio big sweat kind of thing that's when he starts feeling effects so I think he's been doing some things so I think one of the questions is are his issues tapered away and then you got to build up your conditioning again got to get all the way back into shape as if this you know lead up to the season wasn't already disjointed with everything going on so it's a wait-and-see game, but as things stand, and we asked Scott Ritchie, and as Missouri doesn't look very good, I still think the Illini could be ranked top 25, and I think they should be considered one of the 25 best teams in the country with or without Curbelo, yeah, especially just not without gonna... as it stands right now. It'll take a couple more wins. Yeah, they're just not going to get it again until they have to win in conference again. Yep. This yep. isn't proving anything to anybody that's a voter. Uh, unless you really like the eye test, and they probably got some extra eyeballs on this one because it's but kind of a we kind of thought that after you know playing close with Arizona yeah. and they actually received less votes the next week than they they did the the week before. So yeah, it's going to take some kind of a signature win and a, a couple other teams losing or, or not living up to the expectations yeah. that other have. Yeah. But um, and it may all come down to January seventeenth against Purdue. Hey, looking forward to that one. Gonna be lit. <laughs> Gonna be lit. That's an 11 a.m. game, by the way. So, actually, will it be lit? It will be. That could be a little sleepy. Yeah, students I, on I a Monday at 11 a.m. And but that's that's the day COVID everybody business, comes back, is it? And you got this whole COVID business. And by the way, if you missed it, they announced today you must show proof of vaccination just passing it on to go to a game you or or a negative test starting with the Maryland game you're all good for Wednesday once things turn over to the new year all the science changes mm-hmm. I'm just kidding we're here with the jokes okay uh so actually this is this is kind of it for the week as far as our sports programming goes um tomorrow we'll have the Illini guys sports spectacular yeah. from four to six because you know we just dove into the entire game here over the last hour and 
There just really ain't a whole lot else going on. So that'll be it. We'll get into Christmas music all through the holiday and uh, come back on Monday with Sports Talk and go to the Esquire and Prep Confidential and even a, a Brad Underwood show. It's all back in gear on Monday. So enjoy the holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy happy anything, you know, whatever you may be celebrating. Just have a, a good day in general as we wrap up here this December 22nd. Scott Beatty, thank you for hanging out and talking basketball. Merry Christmas, man. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas to you, too. We will talk again down the line. Thank you to Dave Leak behind the scenes answering the phone calls and the texts and doing everything else that we need done. We appreciate all your help. Thank you to all the fine callers and texters. We do this show for you. You guys make it as entertaining as it is and we just try to add in, you know, the little flair from here to there. Okay, we're going to call it a night. News Talk 1493.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. I'm eventually going to figure out that Mike Hale does those legal IDs, but I'm going to give it to you just a little extra here as we kill time coming up to the top of the hour. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. He'll put it on your head, boy.